0: Welcome back to another episode of the Kitman podcast. My name is Rohan. Be sure to give us a five star rating if you enjoyed the content. I'm in London now, so uh, that's why we didn't have an episode last week. I know you guys missed me, missed us. But as always, Owen and Dillette, how are you guys? Chilling. Chill <laughs> I thought you were frozen. You, you didn't move for like 30 seconds.
1: Bro, I'm immobile at the moment. Moving is difficult.
0: No, but you didn't even like blink.
1: Oh. Yeah, chalk that down to the MCL as well. Okay. It's a full full body
0: injury. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. We have a very exciting episode for you guys. Since the Kitmen are international now, we figured we would do a England episode. So this episode is how England should line up for the World Cup. So let's kick it off with, well, I guess let's kick it off with formations. What did you guys go with?
1: I'm with the 4-3-3. Keep it simple. I went 4-4-2.
0: Four four two. Okay, nice. I did a four three three, but like a holding four three three.
1: I think that's the assumption now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So in goal, Owen, as as our resident goalkeeper, who do you have? Uh, I got Ramsdale. Ramsdale. Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't. I'm not too convinced on either Dean Henderson and Nick Pope. And yeah, out of the three, he's the best of them.
0: Yeah. Do you value his like? sweeping
2: ability. Um yeah, I think that's a that's a good part of it. But I just didn't not, I don't know this season in general. Maybe i hasn't to do too much, but um the other two of them just out of the three, I think Ramsdale's taking the top spot. Fair enough. Dillette. Same same for me.
1: I'm going Aaron Ramsdale.
0: I've gone with Nick Pope actually. I don't Reason. think Aaron good. Ramsdale is a very good shot stopper, if that makes sense. I have my issues with his shot stopping, especially 1v1s. I don't think he's a very good 1v1 keeper. And I think Nick Pope, like, bro can't really kick a ball, but he's an excellent shot stopper. And also Pickford and Ramsdale are kind of short, Prejudice against that. Yeah. Is Pickford in the lineup or is Dean Henderson? I think for this Nations League, they didn't – I think Pickford might have been injured or something. But I think he's the undisputed number one, honestly. Pickford, yeah, yeah. I think I feel like Southgate. That's not a fact. That's just like my how I think Southgate is approaching it.
2: That's the mood you get from being in London. Everybody loves Pickford.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it
2: is. It is. I don't think that's that crazy. I don't, know. I don't, think...
1: I don't
0: think. I'm a fan of Pickford. You'd be okay with Pickford? No, I'm not a fan. You're not a fan. I don't think South.
1: I don't think Southgate even would know what to do with the keeper that can like kick the ball, regardless.
0: So. yeah, that is true. I mean, they never really play it back to the keeper ever. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to stop shot stopping ability. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Um, all right, let's move into the center back pairing. I've gone with stones and either Maguire or Dyer. The reason I put Maguire or Dyer is I don't know if McGuire is getting enough playing time to quantify. Him starting for England, even though Southgate is in love with Maguire. Okay,
1: Stones McGuire. That's not a terrible pairing, but I mean, yeah, I I would like to ask: Do y'all think that center back is English is England's weakest position? Though
0: I would say attacking mid is their weakest position.
1: Really? Okay, we'll get we'll get into that later too. I'm I'm going with um John Stones and Ben White. Ball playing center backs, both good defenders, both honestly quick enough to where they can play like a. Deep or high line. I'm McGuire comfortable with those two. College out. Yeah. No McGuire, though, could be a big miss because he, for some reason, anchors the England defense pretty well. They might not perform too well without him, but, yeah. Uh.
0: Wait, hang on. Let's go back to what you were saying. Do you think center back is their weakest position? Yeah, honestly. Center back or, like, I, w- I don't want to say attacking midfield
1: because they do have a couple good attacking midfielders, but, like, midfield as well, like central midfield
0: and, and center backs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Owen?
2: Uh, I went Stones and Maguire. Stones and Maguire.
0: Mm-hmm. How come you didn't go with Ben White?
2: Uh, I just, well, I think we were all undisputed with Stones. He's staying there. I think Maguire just somehow rallies England together. Um, I just think, I think when you think of England, he's a staple piece. Uh, don't really, I don't know. I just think any other pairing is good there. in the national level, he does well um, just for Man U. He's, Fumbles the back.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, let's move into fullbacks, keep, keep it moving along. Um, Delay, who do you have? At a right back,
1: slightly controversial. I've got Reese James in. I got Reese James. Who you got, Rohan?
0: I've gone with Walker slash Trent. Um, I think depending on the team they play. So if they play like a team that's gonna come out very defensive, like they have Iran in the group stages, Iran's not gonna really take the game to them. So they're gonna have to be very incisive in breaking through Iran. And I don't think they necessarily – that's their strongest suit. So I think a player like Trent in the lineup could be the difference.
1: Dude, I'll be honest. The Kyle Walker shout I, I just don't see the point of him at this point. Really? Yeah. Like, Reese James I, – I, Trent won't offer you anything that Kyle Walker does. They're, like, almost complete opposites. But Reese James and even Ben White at right back will literally give you – just about whatever Kyle Walker is going to give you maybe like minus like an extra step.
0: I think recovery speed is where Kyle Walker excels.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's, that's it. And, and it's not like Reese James or Ben White are slow in any way. It's just, I think they, they might have like, uh, they might just be like one step behind Kyle Walker. And if you value it that much, then I guess, but outside of that, I don't think he's contributing as much as the other two will.
0: My issue with Rhys James is he's not excellent in possession. Kyle Walker is very good in possession and kind of reading the game. I think that's also one of his strong suits that he does better than the other right backs in the team.
1: Which which kind of brings up the question of like, you have to, are we picking for Southgate's team or are we picking for the ideal England? Because how often are the England going to be controlling the ball high up the field, like in possession and the other teams have? You don't really need Rhys James, you know, like to be great in possession, whenever that's the case.
0: Well, I was watching him against Italy, and it may have been a one-off type of thing, but he just wasn't very good, and he kept losing the ball. And his kind of only go-to was to hit it down line and pray one of the wingers latched onto it.
1: I'm sure we could chalk that down to a one-off game, but I get, I do get what you're saying.
0: I think he is very good going forward, though. All right, left back to let
1: Left back? Literally Luke Shaw, just because who else is going to be there? You're not going to like with Chilwell? is 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 Chilwell fit right now?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I think he just got fit again. He scored okay, against If he
1: if West Ham, okay, yeah. If he's fitting in the squad, then I'll take. I'll definitely take Chilwell. I don't think. I don't think Luke Shaw's a. Like a game changer in that sense, but he's a great player to have in the sense that he can probably be relied upon at any time.
2: Owen. Yeah, I put I put Chilwell over Luke
0: Shaw.
1: I've also gone with
0: Chilwell. Well. Um, I think Luke Shaw kind of (laughs) fell off. I was a big proponent of Luke Shaw pretty early in his career. Not in his career, but before the Euros. But I think defensively, he's kind of dropped off a step. So I'd go with Chilwell as well.
1: Uh, I was going to say he's also in the same category as Harry Maguire. Where neither of them are starting for their clubs now.
0: Yeah, I don't think he gets in above Malassia, does he? Nope, not anymore. Yeah. All right, um... Let's go in the midfield. Uh, D- 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 you had a holding. Yeah, oh, I see four. So, so, so let's start with you. Uh, yeah, let's start on the left on my like left wing. Uh, kind of, I got Sterling over there.
2: Uh, sorry, up top, and then central. Uh, I got Declan Rice and Jude Bellingham. Um, and then out on the right, I've got Saka.
0: That's good. How how come you went with Sterling there? Sterling's not in my team.
2: Sterling's not in your team. No. Nah. Um. I was really over like Sterling and Jack Grealish over on the left, and I'm not not a fan of Jack Grealish. I don't think he's really performing better than Sterling. I think in this formation, he works well getting the ball up the wing, getting it in. Um, I just think for this formation, he's solid on the left.
0: So, did you have Sterling in your team?
1: Yeah, I did, but I wouldn't. If if we were playing a four four two, I'd want him as one of the two rather than the left of the four midfield. I just I would just prefer him closer to goal.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I'd agree with that. If I had to play Sterling it'd yeah. be up top. Um Yeah,
1: if I if it was a flat four like like Owens team, I'd probably go with like a Grealish or maybe maybe Foden or even Saka on the left and throw someone else on the right thing.
0: I think it was very interesting he played Saka at left back against Italy because it made Saka look horrible. I think that was a very which is decision.
1: which is funny, because Saka isn't bad at left back. Like he's think, never been bad at left back, but he looked terrible that day.
0: He was just so out of position all the time because there just wasn't anything going on really um down that left flank until I, I think Luke Shock when he came on he was pretty he was pretty good. Um he was solid. But was there anyone yeah, I you didn't... had in your team that wasn't an Owens? Um I didn't have
1: Jude Bellingham in my midfield
0: three. Really?
1: Yeah as, as good as he is And this kind of banks on – I know Calvin Phillips wasn't in the most recent team, but I kind of assume that he's going to the World Cup. So I had Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice, and Phil Foden as my midfield three. And Phil Foden was kind of a reluctant choice. I feel like it was more so down to Mason Mount just has fallen off the the face of the earth in the past couple months. He just hasn't been impressing me. So that's my midfield three.
0: I don't think midfield is Foden's in the strongest position.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not. I'm sure there's there's got to be someone else that England have, but I just refuse to put, like, James Ward-Prowser in yes. that starting three. And I don't think Jude Bellingham is quite that correct, like, that profile. If anything, I would have, like, him and Declan Rice would be competing for the same position. Really? rather I, than I feel like yeah.
0: what Bellingham offers is the ability to break lines by himself that Declan Rice really doesn't. Like, I would say Declan Rice is way better defensively, but Bellingham's the man who's going to make the third-man run and, like, get on the end of cross or get on the end of cutback. Not really Rice.
1: Yeah, 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 which which is why I have them competing for the same position, because I do think you need it, like, beyond that type of player. So, like, you know, you have your holding mid who's breaking the game up, and then you have kind of Jude Bellingham who's, like, the dynamic midfielder, and Mm -hmm. Declan Rice is battling for that spot. But you don't really have anyone who's going to keep the ball with England and like like, kind of creatively push the team forward. I don't think Jude Bellingham is doing that, nor is Declan Rice really doing that to a high level, which is why I needed
2: Foden in there. Foden or at least mount somebody of that mold. Okay. So you think mean, Bellingham and Rice are competing for the same spot just determines on what game they're playing? Um, kind of, yeah, in a sense. But
1: I, I don't think Bellingham is quite as good as Rice right now, at least for what they need. But yeah, I guess it does. It does come down to who they play against.
0: Um, how do you feel about Calvin Phillips, kind of in that McGuire Shaw bucket?
1: Ooh, I didn't even consider him to be in, in that. In that kind of, is he getting enough playing time? I just think they don't have anyone else who can play as a lone six. Yeah. So, he, yeah. So he's not really stressed for game time. But you never know. Southgate could come out playing a four-four-two like Owen said, and then he's out the picture completely.
0: That's fair. Um. I've gone with a four three three. So my holding is actually Declan Rice. And my midfield, I guess, pivot is Bellingham and Calvin Phillips.
1: Oh, you have them two in front of Rice?
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: See, that's where I just don't think there's enough enough happening in midfield at that point. Really? Yeah, like going forward, dude. You can't like you can't have those two guys pass the ball between each other, controlling the tempo of the game. I don't think
0: that's enough. Really? I think Calvin Phillips is he – he offers, like, a really, really good passing range. And what Bellingham offers is the ability to drive past, like, I guess it would be the central defensive midfielder. And I just kind of want Rice interception, or intercepting, like, counterattacks and kind of shielding, since I didn't have a back five, shielding McGuire and Stones.
1: Yeah, I guess I never considered it with, with Rice back and KP and Bellingham forward. That honestly seems better than what I had as a midfield, as like a holding in two eights
0: i also think when they play like uh like in owens formation like a four 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 two and they just have two midfielders they have trouble like progressing the ball into the attackers yeah that's fair like what they'll do is they'll play like one of the eights and the eight will play to the wing back or center back and then they play to the other eight and it's just like a very repetitive thing
1: yeah, it is It is he- very heavy on the wing play. But, I mean, whenever your wingers are, you know, Saka, Greedler, Sterling, you can probably get away with
0: that. I also think a really good combination that I really enjoyed was Foden-Bellingham linking up. Because I like how direct both of them are. And I think that's valuable on the international stage. I mean, there was, like, this pattern that they kept running that would actually get them in behind most of the time. And it was, like, Foden coming to the ball – from Reese James and then doing like a one, two with Bellingham and then Bellingham kind of getting in behind.
1: And, oh, but you, Oh, I guess this is a good segue into our attackers. Cause you don't, you don't see Phil Foden as a midfielder. So he's got to be in there somewhere for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, I have him right now at left wing, but I would honestly let him like maraud around the pitch, like pop up in different areas. It's
1: a big burden on
0: Phil Foden. It is. and but I, on... Honestly, it might be biased. But I think Phil Foden could be the key. I don't think that's crazy to say.
1: He has the talent for it. But I also, are are you going (laughs) to, do you think Southgate's going to say, Phil Foden, you have free reign?
0: I don't know if he did that against Italy, but Phil Foden was like popping up on the left and the right and through the middle. And that's also where they were kind of like threatening looking. And like you said, I think Phil
1: Foden. Finish off your front three then, I guess.
0: Uh, So I have Sokka on the right and Kane up top. But I would also be okay with dropping Foden into the midfield, like you said, and then putting Grealish out there on the left wing. Interesting.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I guess, yeah, this is definitely not England's weakest position. They have plenty of, plenty of forwards this, this year, it seems. I've gone with similar, I guess, but I've stuck with Sterling. I actually went with the same front three as, as last, last year, Rose. I, I guess in, in a couple of games, this was the same front three, but Saka, Kane, Sterling.
0: Saka, Kane, Sterling. That was a very yeah. good attack, to be fair.
2: Yeah, it worked It worked well.
0: I I mean, oh, actually, Owen, you, you, you do your two.
2: Yeah, for those two up top, uh, I've got him. Kane, obviously, and I put Ivan Tony up there as well. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I'm liking him this season. He's looking like, no, real good.
0: Yeah, and I guess, like, Kane and Tony are kind of similar players. Except Kane is better at everything than, than Tony. But I think they're stuff. really similar. Huh? Yeah.
1: I feel like they're really similar. Yeah, they are. Which, yeah. yeah, could make for a great front too. Yeah, in the sense that both of them will, like, like be all action. But it also could just be, like, all right, who's, who's in the box?
0: Yeah, yeah because so they be a little crowded at times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the attack does get cr- crowded at times. You're right. And, I mean, both of them are very threatening aerially. And if you play, like, Trent or Reese James or even Trippier at right back, and then either of the left backs can cross, Shaw or Chilwell. So they have that aerial attacking threat. I I just like
2: them both
1: up top. Yeah, I think out of all of our teams, Owen, your team is the one that I'd actually like to see the most. Just because, no, like, when was the last time England played a top two with, like, two big men up there? Teams don't really do that no more.
0: Yeah, I I was considering a two up top. But we've also, the thing is, we've never seen Tony play for England.
1: Uh, maybe tomorrow's our lucky
0: day. The things that will complement Kane and Tony is Tony kind of has the pace to get in behind, whereas Kane doesn't always have the pace. It's, he more relies on timing of runs. Yeah, so I guess
2: that could complement each other because I can just sprint off, can't get the timing right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I guess yeah, I, can I see should that. go I can into see why that. I don't have Sterling in my team. I hate Raheem Sterling for England, to be honest with you. I cannot stand him for England, because all he does is he gets the ball, takes three dribbles with his back to goal, and then falls over. And then when he does actually turn around, he loses the ball every time. There was He did one good thing the entire game against Italy, and it was draw a foul. And he that was on a counterattack. And honestly, I think he made the wrong decision. I think he should have laid it off to whoever was on his left-hand side. But... I hate Sterling for England. Like there was like seven times where he just back to goal, fall over, back to goal, fall over, back to goal, fall over. <laughs> and I cannot stand it. And every time he dribbles, 90% of the time, I would say he loses the ball or misplaces a pass.
1: Dude, these are bold claims for England's either best or second best player of their most recent tournament.
0: I will say he, he has a good sense of goal. But I I, I wouldn't want him touching the ball anywhere outside of the 18-yard box. Like, literally what I would do is play 10 men, put him in the box, and just let him wait until the attack, like, gets (laughs) into the box. Because he is terrible otherwise.
1: This is is doing way too much.
0: No, he's terrible. He's not that bad. He's so frustrating. Even against Italy in the final, what did he do? He got the ball. He should have played the overlap. What did, any,
1: what did anyone do? What did anyone do that game? No, no one did no, anything no, that no. game.
0: No, 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 no,
1: no. No one did anything that – literally nobody had a good game on the England team except for, like, the, the back
0: four. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, listen, listen. I, I remember it so vividly. He got the ball on the corner of the box. The overlap came. He chose not to play the overlap, even though it was, like, a perfect overlap. Like, uh, it wasn't a 2v1 on him yet. It was a 1v1. So the overlap has its advantage. He didn't play the overlap. He knocked the ball past the defender, and it went out of bounds. And then he tried to flop. He just dove because he lost the ball, and it went out for a goal kick. I uh, he's he's a back post merchant and nothing more. That's how you feel. I hope he hears this.
1: All right, man. <laughs> I don't know how to move. I don't know how to move on from this. Thank
0: That's you guys for great. listening today, and be sure to catch us next next week, where I guess we're doing a flop episode. I think that that'll be fun, and we will see you guys in the next episode.